Uh, what episode is it? <laughs> She's about to go. <laughs> 40. I think it's 49. Place your bets. It's 49. Welcome to episode 49 of Who the Fuck is Delia, the podcast that uncovers the plight of the creative who might not just yet be so successful that they are making award ceremonies go vegan. What's that? What's that? Uh, it's our mate Joaquin. Award ceremonies go vegan? What, like in the menu? Yeah, so Joaquin. Do they serve food award ceremonies? Yeah, of course. Must just like a night out. Well, yeah. But it replace your Mr. Chips or your best fried chicken at the end of the night with like a really posh meal at the start <laughs> of the night. Like in weddings when you get that like cone of fish and chips. <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's more than that. I don't think we're talking, you know, this is like the Golden Globes. Um with Joaquin and uh, yeah, he made them go vegan. Why? To um, uh, mediate the impact of the night of Complete, on, cli- on the completely climate. Completely vegan. Uh, the meal, at least. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what else would be vegan. The curtains. Well, if it's if it's <laughs> the, to, the Golden Globe itself. I mean, to have a impact on the environment, mm. you can still be vegan and have an impact on the environment. So, is it be? Is I it? I think it's to reduce. Well, cause, cause is he flying the flag for 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 veganism or environment environmentalism right okay because of his speech was all about doing more um than just you know sending thoughts and prayers uh via the their, their acceptance speeches but we're about to send our thoughts and prayers as well thoughts and prayers that's just such a feels like such a stupid thing um, but um it's just me and michelle this week i'm alex she's michelle <laughs> and um yeah we do want to send our thoughts and prayers to the people in australia yeah because this is not only affecting those that are there you know the, the the people that are directly affected of course it's you know it's life endangering it is even if it's not endangering their life it's endangering their livelihood yep. it's destroying you know uh, essential parts of nature and mm-hmm. um, beautiful parts of the world uh, and it that is obviously heartbreaking and all our th- and, and our thoughts go out to all those people yeah. um, but we also want to put our thoughts out to people who might be affected by it who are not in australia as well uh, we say this because shell's mother and sister and uh, you know other parts of her family live in perth who are now as of this morning. As of this morning, looking like they're going to be affected by these bushfires. They are. They woke up this morning to see that a fire had, a fire had just come up uh, a few miles down the road. Luckily, it's blowing in the opposite direction. Yeah. But, you know, all you need is a wind for a wind to change. Yeah. And, and like I say, it, if you can donate anything to help those people that are there, then uh, please do. Or whatever you can do to help people that are there. But also just be conscious of people who might be uh, worried about a loved one or um you know suffering through because of the fires even though they might not be directly affected by it yeah i um if you follow us on instagram you will find my page quite easily off instagram um my separate kind of individual page and on there I've been sharing like a few things that you can do to help donate because I know a few people feel a little bit lost and don't know what to do so there's lots of companies and uh, 
especially creative companies, which is nice to see that banding together and letting people all over the world kind of get involved to uh, source money for the fibre grades and everything else that's needed out of there. And the first one is one that I've come across called Spend With Them. And there's a lot of independent brands that are getting posted on this page and these are the brands who have been affected by the fires so they're independents who you know like self-employed people who haven't been able to work for the past month and have lost a month's worth of wages um you can see them on this page and you can go and buy from them and there's some lovely messages on their story from people who have inboxed them to say that they've you know because of their orders they've just made up the last two months of wages and they feel like they can pay their mortgage now that's really sweet um and there's also a lot of other independent brands on there that I have posted about who are selling things uh, and like a percentage of or the whole of the amount will go uh, to charities that need it over there. So check it out and give what you can and buy some really cool, cute stuff in the meantime. Yeah, I mean, there's also <laughs> I'd seen something on uh, online that was uh, I think I don't know if it was a, a fire prevention charity so i don't know what i don't know if that what i've just said is, is stupid but basically you know a bit a big organization trying to raise money for this cause and their target was something like 23 million and uh, pounds and then as of last night it was 24 and a half million yeah. so it's really nice to see uh that you know people are doing what they can yeah there's lots of different companies that are doing it and if if you follow the link in my bio there's a list of all the companies especially in sydney where the fires kind of originated um and there's things like the salvation army on there and you can choose which company that you think might need it um including like animal wildlife preserve things on there so you can choose which one you want to give to and yeah help out however you can if you're feeling like a little bit of a lost cause which was what i was doing last night yeah yeah um but you know to move on to more important things <laughs> mm. um you know it feels it feels a little bit silly to to then go on to talk about these sort of uh you know this sort of creative world and when something you know in a very uh real way is impacting the world <laughs> well no i think it's like one one thing that i have seen a lot about is that um there's a lot of creatives there's so many creatives who have come like in a call to arms to this whole situation and lots of people have been saying you know you've cut funding for creatives all across Australia and all across other parts of the world at the moment um but it's it's the creatives who are coming to who are doing what they can to to raise money and to you know well it's other people as well yeah it is but I mean in terms of um, smaller companies and, and I, I guess in terms of like the business side of things um, there's just a lot of like smaller independents who are coming to help out and who are doing what they can and you're seeing them and it's like oh you know don't, we're not worth nothing we're not worth nothing <laughs> we're not worth nothing yeah which is what you mean for a yeah. change <laughs> is it is it actually what I mean yeah, yeah it is yeah. oh sweet um, so to, to, to smegue out of that Flu- fluidly and mm. seamlessly um we were in north wales we where we had the opposite of um the, of the fires we had a lot of rain yeah <laughs> and a lot of wind which i suppose is not actually the opposite of the fires but mm. the wind there also felt like it was the end of the world like yeah. i'm sure if you're in australia <laughs> right now it feels like it's the end of the world but then being on that coast and maybe i'm just being over dramatic but it, it felt like windy. your car was going to get blown off the road yeah and it felt like I, I went for a run one morning and i could 
couldn't. I was getting blown into the road. Like I, I just couldn't. I felt like an old person who couldn't. You know, you see them struggling, don't you? When it's really windy. Yeah. Um, and it's just putting things into sort of um, a sort of very stark and brutal reality that this might be the world that we end up living in because of climate change. You know, we have yeah. to get used to that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but we're in North Wales in Ross Niger. If you follow us on Instagram, you will have seen it that we were visiting the house at which our short film was shot we were number three shouldn't say the road oh no you shouldn't have <laughs> although we definitely did in the yeah stories. we definitely did <laughs> um but that was really interesting because that's a house that my mother and stepfather have been doing up they bought and are making a i don't know a holiday let come you know place to stay potentially to live at some at some point um and yeah, it's where we shot this, our short film. It was. When we shot it, it was completely derelict, mm-hmm. uh, which was perfect for what we needed. Now it's got some walls and dust and stuff. Walls and dust? Yeah. I mean, it's got more than that. They've got like electrical sockets and everything going on. Oh, yeah, they have, haven't they? Yeah, they've got them trendy electrical sockets that have got uh, USB fittings. Yeah, yeah. But it was really interesting. And the reason why this is a great smegway is because... They are both in their 50s and are taking on this new venture. Mm -hmm. And they are using it as a way to sort of get away from the jobs that they are doing now and to eventually create a new life, which essentially would involve a new career. Yeah. And with it turning, you know, into a new decade, not just a new year. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a lot of talk about like, what's this decade going to bring to you? And, you know, and, and the fact that the fires have been going on and there was the, all the shit with the US and Iran, which we won't get into, but yeah. makes you think, oh, it's the turn of the decade and everything's to shit already. Um, <laughs> there's loads of stuff like that. So there's a mixture of like opportunity because of what it is, but also oh, fucking great, same old or even worse. Yeah. Um, but we've had a couple of things present themselves to us yeah we have which got us talking mm-hmm. got us thinking and then as our conversation carried on we were like we need to save this for the podcast yeah and that is as you may have guessed from the title of this podcast opportunity disguised as a test mm-hmm. or a test disguised as opportunity yeah and in a creative world when <clears throat> excuse me it's so tough to make a living or to make it in you know inverted commas, whatever, whatever yeah. make it means. Sometimes when opportunities present themselves, because it's not a, a, always a simple business move, you either overthink it or decide that you have to grab it with both hands and not let it get away, even though it might not be the best thing for you. Yeah. And then on the other, you know, and like I say, on the other side, you overthink it. Mm-hmm. And you think, oh, well, that's going to take away from what I actually want to do. Yeah. Because it might not be completely, you know, the, the perfect for an opportunity for you. Yeah. And I thought you were going to do a bit more of the heavy lifting <laughs> to help me explain feel, this. No, I'm, I'm, I'm letting you get through. I'm letting you get through what you're going to get through and then I'll... Well, what I'm saying is... You know, I don't want one, to interrupt. Let's say one day, hypothetically, <laughs> you see yourself. You don't want. You don't know how what to interrupt with. <laughs> no, it's just so, like oh, no. Let's say that one day you, um, sorry, when one day when you were a kid, you thought I'm going to be in a band <clears> and I'm <throat> going to be touring. I'm going to make an albums. 
that's what I'm going to be doing. Uh-huh. Then you hit a certain age, let's say hypothetically 26, and that's not quite happened in the way that you thought it would. What would? Yeah. Um, but that's not to say that things have gone badly. No. And that you're still very fortunate to be able to live off doing music. Yeah. Or music-related stuff. So, an opportunity arises related to music, related mm-hmm. to something that maybe one day you'd want to do, but it is not the opportunity that is at hit. You can go on tour, record albums, and be mm-hmm. sorted. Mm-hmm. Some people would dis- would describe that as an opportunity disguised as a test. No, you have to stay strong to what you want to do. Don't get distracted by something else. Other people would no, say... No, the opposite that, way around. That, that is a test described as an opportunity. No, that is an opportunity. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, so that's a test described, disguised as an, as opportunity. an opportunity. So you view it as an opportunity, but then yeah. your brain says, no, this is just a this test. This is a test to true to what you, you believe in. Yeah. Yeah. So then the other way, the other way around is that your brain goes, this is just a test. Don't do it. But really, it's an opportunity. It is a fantastic opportunity. Yeah. And how I, do you distinguish that? I don't know whether you can. Well, actually, unless you can see the future, you can't. You can just navigate it in best, you know, in the best way that you can at the time and see what you actually need at the time. And a lot of the time, I think it dictate, dictates itself for you. So if you're in a particular position, i.e. you're in a particular financial position or you're in a particular um, kind of uh, time, like... Uh, time in your life. Time in your life or um, just having time or, you know, self-care position, then you then those decisions will make themselves for you. The issue is when the decisions don't make themselves for you and there's clearly two roads to take. Mm. And that's when you feel like it is an opportunity, to, uh, it is an opportunity disguised as a test. Right. The other okay. way around, whatever. Um, that's when That's when you feel like you feel like you're being tested. Yeah. Because that's when you feel like the world has given you options and is, is there being like, you could take this kind of relatively easy route mm. not easy route but here is this opportunity right in front of you you can take it now well, i think that's the problem is or, that it's not an easy route because uh, anything nothing nothing is an easy is route an but easy route. easier than it's like what it's like when bell's in the forest and she looks the, and she, she's on the horse cart and she can go one way which is like a really clear nice way or she can go the other way, which is like the forest is all creepy and whatever. And she ends up going through the creepy forest. I can't remember why she does that. Maybe she thought that was the way she's, to save a dad. She's genius, I don't know. But that's what you feel like. You and, and the scary forest way feels like the way that you should be going. It's the way that you've always gone and the way that you drive towards. But this other way just seems so much clearer and straightforward and not easier, but just more direct. Um mm. Uh, but, but it may not necessarily bring you to the same end point. I was going to say, so direct to somewhere that might not be what you had envisioned yeah. in the first place. But is that vision um, childish and immature and unrealistic? No, I think... Because it was a vision thought up when you were much younger. You don't, you're don't. you only saying that when you haven't got it. I'm only playing devil's avocado right now. Not, <laughs> I, don't, I don't actually believe that. Yeah. Um, no, not necessarily. And it, it, the thing is, the the visions that you have adapt and change over time. I, I'm sure as, as anyone gets older, visions of themselves, no, even even if you, let's say for example, even if you were given everything and you were, and you did go on tour and you did tour the world and 
blah, blah, blah. When I say that, I mean from like a comfortable position with, you know, that's your livelihood as well. Like yeah, a yeah, yeah. Livelihood. yeah. So let's say that you'd, you'd achieved all of that. Now that you're older, your visions would still be developing. Um, and your the, the vision of yourself would still be developing in a different way. You'd be looking at what the next thing is, and the next thing might be another musical thing. It might be something that you want to move away from music and you want to go and do. You want to go and open a farm. Like it could. <laughs> right. As you get older, your the visions of your life and yourself. You do adapt. a Jason Mraz. He's got an avocado farm. Yes, and that's a dream. The devil's avocado farm. It is. So you. Oh, that really threw me off track because <laughs> I had to like I had to like put that one together in my head. Um. So yeah, the visions of yourself completely adapt as you get older. So I think saying things like, oh, is that just a childhood dream? It's not necessarily because your your visions of that that particular childhood dream, your visions of that have morphed and changed and adapted. And it's now the vision of the person that you want to be today. And I suppose you didn't know as much either. No, of course not. Of now that possible. you have a... And, and also, if you would give... I mean, the visions of myself when I was a kid, if I was actually given those now, I'd be like, fuck that. I don't want that. I want... Um, like I, I want a different life i want different things yeah you want to be able to float yeah exactly yeah so th- yeah you keep throwing me off <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so you you change as you go on so now you're at a point where your visions are like can't you, your visions are quite clear they're not the same as what it was when you were a kid but they're quite clear so all you can all you can do now is keep driving down the vision of yourself now so that no that's not a childhood childish thing to do um, it's just that there are tests that you're given disguised as opportunities that try and take you away from that. And I think the, the, the question that you should be asking is, is it a childish mindset to believe that an opportunity can be disguised as a test? Right. And, and not just should... see an opportunity as an opportunity. Yeah, uh, that's a very good point. So you're you're coming at it from a point of view of someone who believes in these these things in the universe lining up to then sort of you know guide your life. So you were saying you know if it's if it's if there's various roads that you can go down, then perhaps it's a test. Whereas if it comes at the right time and it seems to come in the right capacity, then it's you know then it's definitely an opportunity. Yeah, but I also well, believe in like what you think is so i also think that if you what you think is yeah so if 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 you maintaining if you maintain a vision in your mind and you drive towards it then you're more than likely going to get there whereas if you have doubt and you have um like negativities around it then it's it won't you won't get there okay i i know what you mean when you said what you think is i was like well no because I think you could be like, I think that everyone can fly, but they can't. Well, maybe if you aim towards that vision, maybe one day in the future <laughs> they could. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so what my what I was getting to then on that other on that other point was, so you've got it from that sort of, for want of a better word, floatier point of view, which yeah. is things that are a bit more. There's a bit more of like a destiny, fate. You know, everything has purpose and meaning kind of outlook mm. if i come at it from a more nihilistic point of view and a more me point of view <laughs> mm-hmm. the reason why we're not where we are <laughs> okay well you know <laughs> in I'm, my not, brain. I'm not accepting any responsibility for that <laughs> because everything is chaos and random <laughs> um then the p- reason why you have this thought of things being or the reason why i personally have this thought of things that are 
present themselves as opportunities actually being tests is because I am scared of being that person at the end of a film mm-hmm. who, when they're like 60, 70, like the Irishman. Oh, actually, that's a spoiler for the Irishman. Uh, let's not say that. But like when you're like old at the end of your film and you wish you'd just done something a bit different and like that was the point where I wish I'd just stuck true to what I was doing rather than, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm terrified of being that person. Yeah, I know. And I totally agree with that. So I have to look at it, or not I have to, but I generally look at it as like a sort of mathematical equation almost of like (laughs) this could do this and that's the practicality of that and then this is the practicality of that. I don't, I find it tough to go with where my heart leads me. Mm Mm-hmm initially however towards the end i always find that the or i have have mostly found that the maths pretty much adds up that's because your mind has made it might work in my in my mind that is because you've driven towards maybe 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 but so they pretty much add up and that's to me is when the heart can come into it and go well that's the one you actually want to do it's like when you flip a coin Mm -hmm. and you go right uh pizza's heads pastas tails (laughs) You flip it, you get tails, and you're like, "Did you want it? What did you want it to be?" And you're like, "I wanted it to be heads." So you're like, "All right, well, let's do heads then." Yeah, well, that's probably a very good way to go about things because then you're getting like a bit of both sides. Then you're you're adding a bit of heart into a bit of head, which is probably a very balanced way to look at things. Which mm-hmm. is what you, one thing that you are good at is looking at things in a very balanced way. But sometimes I think that there are certain situations that call for just outright passion and drive towards the unknown. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not saying I don't have that side. I definitely no, you, have that you side. No, you it's definitely just, do, but there's just, there's a, there's a, a there's more of an element of... There's more of a calculation with me. Yeah. I don't think about it in the way that you do, which no. is... Pure Which heart. is that you, you, the wind will float you in a particular direction. <laughs> like, I don't think that. I appreciate that that's what you think, and that's fine, and that's, that's who you are. Yeah. I, it just doesn't work for me. But the thing that I want to that I want to come on to a little bit, and this is something that I've talked about with other musicians. Mm-hmm. I was going to say other creatives, but not not really. Um, so the 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 thing that makes it a test is making the decision to pursue whatever that opportunity in front of you may be, or not. That is your test. Do I stick true and stay down this line, or do I veer off? Yeah. Yeah. The test is the choice. However, does it have to be? Can the test be the test itself, doing that opportunity, even though you might view it as a test and go, you know what, I'm going to try that anyway? Yeah, and, absolutely. And that could that could completely uh, line up with what your original vision was because you pass the test at the end. That mm-hmm. could be that could be the passing of the test. Yeah, or it could be a complete deviation. It could be. And that could be the passing of the test because actually, well done, you found out that that's what you actually wanted to do. Yeah, definitely. And so it's like, what, what's the line at the, like the infamous line at the end of Hunter x Hunter where he's like the... Always wipe from... Front to back. Yeah. No. Oh God, it's such a beautiful line. It it's, ends the it, whole 10 seasons or whatever it's very, it is. It's, it's spoilers for these things, but Sorry. it's very similar to a book, The Alchemist, it's, um, which is that it's all about the journey. Yeah. 
It is. Essentially, and, it's not uh, that. It's more poetic than that. It, it but what it specifically says is it's on the journey. It's on the journey to the thing that you think you want, that you find the thing that you need or something like that. Some, so, it's something like that. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's on the, on the detours you find your destination or something. Yeah. Um, so, I like how you went... Ooh, as if you had it and then at the end we're like oh something <laughs> sorry it was i'm just trying to yeah yeah explain I know what, you, what it was either way the, the whole accumulation of those those um you know yeah the words. you you might end up finding your 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 thing in something that you didn't think was your thing um yeah that's totally true but i'm also very much for like um i don't know breaking some kind of social thing that we have in us which is and and it was very it was something that was very much like drilled into us at university as well, um, which was you have to choose, and I don't necessarily think that you have to. I think I remember being sat in a lesson and in uni, and the lecturer told me that I needed to stop doing cover gigs if I wanted to be an artist, and at the time the thought of that terrified me because I was like that's my main form of income, and if I if I stop doing covers that means i've got to go and get a shit bar job yeah i'm gonna be an avocado in a minute that's fine i'm gonna go and get a shit bar job where i've got to spend more time doing that shit job and then i have less time on music otherwise or i could just do two or three gigs a week especially living in liverpool and have the rest of the time doing what i want to do so and then it was i i very much believed in the mindset of okay, no, I'm going to keep in my mind that covers for me is a means to an end and that is it. But my end goal is something different. And I think so long as you focus on what your end goal is, or even not an end goal, because an end goal can always change, but you focus on what your goal is, that anything you do in the meantime, you look as a stepping stone towards a goal, then you can have both. And I don't think, I think we've, we're very much drilled into this um mindset that we need to choose between things and we need to either take the bumpy road or the good road but why can't we experience both like life is so long and so i'll use the word abundant that we can just we can do more than one thing where you don't have to choose true true to play the to play the devil's avocado cool. again i kind of i, I often think about that story because you've told me about it before mm -hmm. and think about it like i wonder what it would have been like or where you'd be now if you had decided not to do covers gigs because mm -hmm. it reminds me of that story of i think it was david bowie or bowie depending on your outlook on life um that he 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 did something with, i think he bought a ridiculous piece of art or gave his money to a foundation or something to make himself poor or poor enough that he felt a drive to make the next album. Yeah. Um, I think it was David Bowie, but uh, that idea of, okay, well, you're doing covers gigs. You're sort of doing something related to music, but it's not at all what you want to be doing. And you kind of coast for a while. No, but that's... Or, hang on, or if you're working in a bar or whatever, and you don't have the covers gigs, and you're putting yourself in that position to you know that idea and you hear it all the time where people say like what would you have done if it hadn't have worked and they go well it had to have worked because if not i had nothing to fall back on and the idea of if you have something to fall back on you're more likely to fall yeah what well, i mean you know but that's so that's when the mindset comes in of to me covers gigs is that bar job and i it did 
to me, that's not something that I'm going to be doing forever. And it I is mean, I suppose you that... could, sorry to interrupt, but I suppose you could argue that that's even, even it's less, more of a kick in the face, even less stable. What do you mean? What? It's more of a kick in the face. Yeah. Like it's like, I'm going to make you sit here and play covers until you sort your shit out. No, that, well, that's to me. No, Cause that's ludicrous. Cause a lot of musicians would love to do that just to be earning money from music. But yeah, but hang on. So, it is. It could actually be less of something to fall back on than the bar job. Just and we don't need to mean to. We're not. Sorry, we don't mean to like slate anyone who's got a bar job. We're just using that as something because I used to do it and shit. No, I mean it. so just that job that can be a means to an end. However, a bar job could not be a job that is a means to an end. I've seen it with friends of mine in the place where I used to work, where they're like managers now and they go rest, become restaurant managers and things like that. Yeah. Whereas when you hit, I don't know, fifty. Are you still doing covers gigs? No, but I guess that's what I mean. So maybe I, I okay. Maybe let me differentiate so that not to offend. I was backing up your point then. I know, but I I guess I mean that my but me doing covers to me is is the bar job. It is the means to the end. And I use I use the word bar job in a way of saying that job that is a means to the end. Obviously, there are people who manage bars and who is that is their career and that's not on a moral. If that's the career that you want, then that's not what I mean. What I mean is that means to an end job. And if, and if I kept in mindset that my cover stuff was my means to end job. Yeah, no, but what I'm saying is that that means to an end job with a, as a, with a bar actually has a trajectory that if you were to fail at the music side of things or the original music side of things, then you could still end up with a job that could support a family or a, or a lifestyle because you're a manager in a bar or something like that. Yeah. Whereas, doing covers it can be tricky to envision what it's going to be like when you're 50 oh yeah like i don't think i'll be doing it past 20 never mind 50 what about you're well past 20 love 20s (laughs) (laughs) Um, but like so that's what i'm saying that's why i'm backing up your point a little bit yeah maybe it is a bit less stable than Mm. you think um but i do often think about that and i and i think there's no right or wrong answer and that's probably why it's interesting you never know you never know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. You'll never know. Oh, I thought you were about to say like, you never know. There could be a right or wrong answer. No, and saying, I was like, don't tell me that because that just throws my whole. No, like into... you, you'll never know yeah. unless we can start like, I don't know, but doing psychedelics. What, and that's what I'm worried about. Different dimensions. That's what I'm worried about that one day you will know and you'll look back and you'll go, I should have done the other thing. No. And you're in your deathbed <laughs> and you go, oh, why did I do the thing that I did? And I should have done the other thing. It won't happen. And if it does happen, you'll reason it out in a different way. So yeah. we do. I suppose part of it is that these things aren't always as big a cornerstone as you think they are, or as big a checkpoint in your life as you think they're going to be. No. You can view something and it feels huge for now, but that could be a another stepping stone rather than, you know, the cornerstone. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and maybe it's unrealistic to look back and go that moment there was the thing that I should have done different and maybe we only I only think like that or other people who think the same as me only think like that because film and TV make it look like that yeah but also I think you have to give things yeah definitely I totally agree with that but I think because we don't have that um hindsight view of things because we can't see other lifetime life lines whatever what's it called like a life lifelines fine. is it okay. i think for what no, you like, mean what you know when you have like loads of different opportunities like sliding doors right okay do you know what i mean i think i think people know what you mean <laughs> i'm not saying i know what you mean but i think the people listening will... if, if anybody knows the film sliding doors they'll know what i mean because we don't have the ability to view 
alternate life, timeline. Yes, because we don't have the ability to view life like that. We we, we won't know. Um, things come. It takes time for things to come to fruition. So you know you you'll look back at your life and go, but if I hadn't have done that, I wouldn't have done this. And that wouldn't have given me that. And that might not directly be related to Com- the cornerstone. That could be in relation to like a family thing or, you know, a health thing, something that is completely comes out of the blue mm-hmm. and will knock you for six, something that you don't expect. And it'll be, you know, it won't be until 10 years time that you'll be able to look back at that moment and be like, oh shit, that's good. Like for example, me going, in, in school, I was always doing theatre. I thought I was going to do theatre. thought I was going to go through life doing, th- doing theatre. Then I decided to switch to music on almost a whim. Had I have not done that, I would never have met you. And I'm never going to look back at my life. And even if I see myself in a different... Even if I do end up seeing the other sliding doors life and I see myself on stage as, you know, a working actress who is just always very uh, successful... Hmm. I'm always going to look at this timeline and be like, yeah, but if if I did that, I would never have met Alex. You know, they'll always be like, Aww. no, but I'm not not like that. I'm using that as an example. <laughs> oh. I'm not saying that I love you Sorry. or anything, but oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm using that as an example to say that you'll always reason those moments out. It'll never be like the film where you're, a, you're some man stood in the rain at the end crying in his hands because he's just seen that he could have been you know just a better his, version of himself sold his apple stock yeah back in 99 we had a teacher who did yeah, that yeah fuck oh. that that suppose that's what you're worried about is being that guy stood up poor being guy like, um i genuinely for a lot of the positions that i was put in through through a lot of the positions that i was put in when i was a lot younger and then those opportunities not necessarily taken off i genuinely think if i had and i've said this before in the podcast if i had obtained what i wanted when i was sort of probably 16 to 20 21 maybe 20 i would be in a terrible position right now if you at that if you you were still here well at all yeah i just think it would have been too much for me i'd have absolutely just gone mad but also the kind of career that i was or the kind of person that i was viewing myself as becoming those bands those that scene that i was wanting to be in is like barely there anymore yeah and the amount of people we know that have that are signed or that have been um in a in an amazing band that have now stopped yeah and they just sort of like struggling a little bit to find a purpose mm-hmm. but also struggling to find a stable sort of income yeah or or, or career path now that that train ride is over or seemingly over anyway mm-hmm. um and I think it's easy to look back on your sort of teenage and childhood visions of what your life was going to be like with rose-colored glasses. Yeah, of course. But actually, it can be, and it can be hard to do this, but actually I think it's very worthwhile looking back on it and being sort of super drab and real and, and boringly realistic about yeah. it. And I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm sure it would have been an amazing time if it had all come to fruition in the way that I wanted it to. Of course, but then you've got another 70 years But left. then it's the rest <laughs> of your life. And I mean, like Tom Segura says, how many fucking days are there? Yeah. It just keeps ticking on and, you know, you, like you hit now and you and I, as 26, maybe maybe 20, maybe it wouldn't happen at 26, but maybe at 27, 28, mm-hmm. I, would, I think I would have been, I would be a complete loss. Yeah. Um, and that puts the life that you lead now into a... 
Well, that's two in a place. But then I suppose you're always going to be more. Well, are you always going to be more sympathetic to the life that you leave? Life that you well, leave now, or are you going to be harsh? Say, on it? That's what I was just about to say. You're always going to, because otherwise you would live in a pit of despair. You're always going to yeah. Reason, tell me more about this pit of despair. You're always going to reason out what you're doing now. Does it have windows? In a positive light. Otherwise, I mean, if you're, I mean, I am because I'm that type of person. Does it come fully furnished? Even you, who would really love living in a pit of despair. Yeah, I'll give you <laughs> half of what I pay here a week. You, Even you reason it out to the point where you go, so it's actually not that bad. Yeah. And we'll always do that. Like that's Human nature will do that for you. I have to do that because there's no rooms free in that pit of despair at the moment. There's not. Everyone's I've, in it. I've got my notifications set for when one comes available yeah. and I'm going to jump straight in there. That should be a new segment. <laughs> what? Pit of despair. The pit of despair. <laughs> who's, who's in the pit of despair I'd probably, this week? That's probably the band I would have been in if everything had gone the way that I wanted it to go. <laughs> be one of those bands where the lead singer says the next song name and you can't even tell what he's just said. Yeah. It's like, the next song is called... <laughs> and you're like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think we've solved that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I Genuinely, my the way I'm thinking about it is that the opportunity versus testing. Yeah. Um, and the test, you know, that, that kind of weighing up which is which, I think that actually it's a massive gray area and mm-hmm. that you can align something that is an opportunity that you may be viewing as a test, but you can align that with your original vision and they can work together. Yeah. And you can make those things work together. If it comes to it and you can't and you have to make that decision, you're on your own path. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't worked that one out yet but write in if you have you know yeah but then maybe your thing <laughs> about the universe yeah and about this whole floating in one direction yeah is worth something because you've been doing this what is it month months worth 20, of abundance 21 days of abundance 21 days of abundance yeah i just thought i'd start january off in a good way and it's i don't know see what's going it seems to be going well at the moment could this be something that helps those people who view them as two separate uh choices to be made a hundred percent hundred percent it it will it just help anybody who it, it will help anyone in different ways it's not directly related to like abundance in terms of financial abundance it's mm-hmm. an ab- it's abundance in all in all aspects of life um and emotionally and physically spots. And spots hairs on your back oh yeah if you wanted more hairs on your back you could ask for them <laughs> it's that thing of like it's very much that thing of drama but when everybody's seen that crazy video of um oh oh the dog that ran away and he's like fenton (laughs) that video no that was funny though no what's his name the 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 comedian no (laughs) the comedian yeah the comedian on bruce almighty um jim carrey yes the and everyone thought jim carrey was fucking mental and he come out he was like you've just got to ask the universe for it it is very (laughs) much that like (laughs) it is yeah it's very much that mindset but Mm -hmm. um i mean again it's it's probably confirmation bias but it's like when you start to do these things and you actually start to focus on things with with intention and then driving those intentions forward with actions you actually start to see results mm. um and obviously when you when you see the results you get confirmation bias that this thing that you're doing is working yeah but i'm okay with confirmation bi- bias if it's working if I don't it's give working a fuck. yeah yeah, yeah. It, and as long as the thing that you are doing is not causing any <clears throat> 
harm to no, you or anyone else. No, this thing is like you have to do a little task a day, which might take you 15 minutes, and then you have to do a meditation for 15 minutes, and it's all about intention driving and adding abundance in yeah. in different forms, in whatever form you feel like you need it. This first week was fin- was um, focused on like financial abundance and success and opportunity abundance and things like that. And you're loaded. Uh, no, but Still skin. Life, is, life is driving in a better way than it was a week ago, let's just say that. We've had a few opportunities come in in the past week that have Shall made me like Euro millions. stop shitting myself. Yeah, um, she's giving it away bit by bit. I am, Atta, but it's uh, if 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 my day three of the challenge or day three of everybody's challenge is to open it up to somebody else who might be interested, which does sound like a bit yeah. of a spiritual it's a pyramid, pyramid scheme. scheme. It spiritual does. pyramid <laughs> scheme. Don't put the word spiritual in front of it to make it sound like it's okay. It's a but, pyramid scheme. No, but the I think it's more. I'm looking at it more of a um, pay it forward thing. Yeah, day forty two is donate hundred pounds to the abundance charity. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. But it's only day, it's only twenty one days. All right, day twenty. <laughs> <laughs> um but so i've kind of like got alex to come on board and he's gonna start today tomorrow. i'm gonna uh, start just see how it goes some point but if anybody else is interested and wants me to send over the meditations and stuff i uh, think i'm ready for abundance I've got, I've got too much crap i need to throw some shit out <laughs> okay and i don't want to get rid of any of it well if anybody's interested in it drop me a message and i will send you it over day by day and yeah. guide you through it it's about welcoming things into your life in it it is and it's it even if it just, it just feels nice to be like focusing on things. And what I've learned from it, if nothing else, is that I've learned that that side of me that does blindly drive towards something with mm. passion and intent is it. There's a reason that that's there. And there's a, re- there's a reason I should trust that and I should allow that to take hold of me as opposed to being scared of it and constantly yeah. feeling anxious about the fact that is that the right thing to do? Should I be doing that? And it's it's put me in just a better place yeah and there's a there's a a book which i can't remember the name of and i can't remember who wrote it but there's a book about changing your relationship with money and thinking that you're you know a lot of uh, a lot of poor people and a lot of rich people have completely different views on money of course they do um but that those views may in fact be the thing that hinders the poor people from making money and allows the rich people to yeah. make to to make the money there is a there is I like suppose a, you could put that to other parts of your life and it's not just money that if you allow yourself to to let something in then maybe that they will come in totally and there's been a bit like i've experienced a bit on it already where it talks about <clears throat> kind of like uh, like your ancestors who may have suffered from not having any sort of wealth um, al- like allowing you to be free of that life and uh, you know creating a, your own direction and how you can kind of go about that which is quite nice yeah where does desperation come into that uh, there is a bit about that as well it's about if you it's what oh, there's an actual there's a there's a, a thing that it's called of course there is um, and it's about wanting something too much and they don't call it desperation but it's the idea that if you want something too much then you can um you could, that can be the thing that stops you from getting it. Um, so it's like finding this nice balance between allowing things and bringing things into your life, but in a way that is not like desperate and needful of those things. Mm. It's in a way that of saying that you deserve those things and therefore those things will come to you. Final little point on this yeah. before we move on um, is, is the positive reinforcement, <clears throat> the confirmation bias, is that something that you you get because you see actual physical realistic results in a you know 
on a page yeah. or in, in, in through an object or whatever yeah. or a res- or an opportunity you had given to you yeah or is it that you feel good both both i'd say there's there's three separate things that have actually physically happened in the past week since i've been doing it that i have uh, for want of a better word manifested yeah um which may or may not have happened had i have been doing this week um but well, actually, no, one of them will not have happened because it was that thing where I created an intention and therefore I created an action because of the intention that mm-hmm. drove towards a result. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I've seen actual things happen, but also in myself, I've gained a confidence back in my own kind of spiritual drive yeah. to know that I am on the right path with whatever choice that i'm i'm making i'm on my path and i'm on the correct path and i'm driving towards what i intend to get cool right on to silly shit yep do you do out by oasis why don't you just go on the is there any chance you can sound more like what's your plan b what's your plan b what's that gonna do when he's finished with the drums so this is what's Jack going to do when he's finished with the drums? Um, with a twist. With a twist. This is our friend, Mr. Jack Bachelor, whose grandparents say to him, or to his parents rather, whenever they finish the conversation and they ask about Jack, they say, what's he going to do when he's finished with the drums? Because they just don't get it. They don't get... <laughs> Sorry. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Nothing, carry on. I was getting the I was getting our things ready on Instagram and then a video popped up. Right, that's one of the things someone's right. got in touch. So we asked okay. we asked for um, your uh, annoyances and and silly things that people say to you, and not necessarily from a bad point of view. They could be from a just a just a. I mean, it just keeps happening. <laughs> They could be from just a funny, quirky point of view. But that was one of them that someone got in touch. What it was, that. <sighs> and that when you go onto an Instagram story and noise and, and the noise just comes on and you're like, fuck. But I'm going to... Oh, we just had a great one in, like but I'm just go- now. <laughs> but I'm going to further that one to the, what that person said about the Insta story when the, you didn't realize the sound was on and then it scares yeah. the shit out of you. Yeah. To that we live in a world mm-hmm. where I'll either sit next to my girlfriend at home by myself or next to some random person on the train. Yeah. And it's just, they're scrolling through Insta stories and it's like, and they're just like tapping past these noises and that's the, that's the world we live in. I know. And, and these, and I bet you this person or you on the couch is actually internalizing everything they've just seen for half a second yeah like gig yeah person talking about abundance (laughs) 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 Uh, advert for this advert for that oh yeah they are it's very clever but it's just like yeah yeah so guys you you wonder why oh my god (laughs) you wonder why jay our market manager says to me that like you know, the average video, people watch it for less than 15 seconds. They don't even give it that. Listen, for like three point. seconds. And you've got to like capture somebody's attention and actually talk to them through this medium. It's crazy. It's impossible. Yeah, it's awful. Um, so we, to move on to it in a bit more of a coherent way, rather than that interruption of fucking Instagram. Um, we tagged Jack Bachelor. And I think this may be the first time he's ever heard that we do that we do this yeah, on, I think he on is. the fucking 49th episode or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he, we were chatting to him and he's actually going to go and do a master's he is. in Manchester, which is amazing. Uh, no congratulations, idea. Jack. Mm-hmm. 
But he chucked in a couple more. So he, at first he like just sent laughing faces and stuff, and then was like, "How are the drums going?" <laughs> Which I think in it, in and of itself is a good one. Yeah. <laughs> just because. Well, you get it. Well, you get it with singing. Yeah, yeah. How's how's the singing? Or yeah. I get it just in, with music in general. How's yeah. the music going? Yeah. And you're like, the music is going well. Or, yeah. The drums are going well. Thank yeah. you for asking. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> it's like people do it's like people don't want to use the word job it's yeah. like you know like normally if somebody had a job you're like oh how's the job going but it's like people don't want to say it's like it's a naughty word to say and they're like how's the the, the music going but they don't view it because they don't view it as a <laughs> well, job I guess, no. so they're like how's the music yeah. um and then you know you're, they're saying that like how's the drums going and then it's like yeah they're going well i'm gonna go and do a master's in them yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um <laughs> And then that he went on to then say, like, uh, he's had his grandparents say before, like, it's nice to have a hobby, but what are you going to do as a job? Yeah. And like, oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Um, and then the whole, like, wh- why, you know, we've said this before, like, why don't you just go on the X Factor? This but, is, I don't know if we have said, have we actually said this well, before? I think we have. It's part of the jingle, I'm pretty sure. Oh, my God. That is such a big one. Yeah, it's massive, isn't it? Yeah. But it's funny that Jack mentioned it. As a drummer, I know. <laughs> imagine going in, you know, those like crap rehearsals that you get where you get people who can like barely speak, let alone sing. And then yeah. you get other people who are like absolutely amazing. Blown away, judges, acapella. Imagine yeah. Jack walking in and just being like with his bass drum in his bag <laughs> and everything and just like setting up his kit and being like, won't be a sec. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting down and just playing a beat. Not even like a solo. No. Just. <laughs> <laughs> and then it like pans right over the judges' faces. <laughs> No, but it, what would be better if the judges out there like, oh, he's got really good rhythm. Like, oh, his feel. You Look can at his make feel. it. <laughs> he's going to make it. He's going to yeah. be a star. It's brilliant. Um, so thanks for those, Jack. Nice to have you involved. Yeah. <laughs> if you're even listening to this. One that I liked, one that we got in was from another listener of the podcast, a good friend of ours, who um, is not actually in a creative industry. And this is what I really liked about these mm. because... They was they 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 correlated really well into what we talk about, but she just gets them on like a day to day. She works so she works in a, in a bank, I believe, or yeah, I believe. She, yes. Uh, yeah. She works yeah. for a bank. Yeah, she works for a bank. Um. But she she said that she so she so she works in a bank. But one thing that she said is, why don't you get a proper job in a bank? <laughs> 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 so i assume she's had that like a lot through her life and now she's like she's like fuck you i'm gonna get that job in the bank, bank. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> fuck you telling me what to do i'm gonna do that yeah and then there's another one which uh, th- this could be this could be misconstrued in both ways yeah um misconstrued in both ways oh uh, sorry this could no, be, we know what you're saying yeah it could be viewed in both ways and both ways are actually hilarious so she's like when you get a call and you get, oh, sorry. So when you get get asked to put a mil in the bank for every other call. A million pounds. Yeah. Um, yeah. A million pounds in a bank every other call. Yeah. And at first I was like, oh yeah, that must be really shit. Like that's a kick in the face if you sat there yeah, and every I other call. Yeah, but I didn't view it like that. No. I viewed it as a gag as someone yeah. calling up being like, because she, she's in Liverpool, right? Yeah. So I, I viewed it as someone being like, I love, you just transfer it as a mil into me bank. <laughs> every other call, someone taking the piss yeah. all the time. But then. Being like, transfer a mil. <laughs> but then he. <laughs> <laughs> but then even if even if it isn't and it's someone being serious yeah every other call you just feel like a complete waste of yeah, space yeah you're like oh for fuck's you're like sake. every other person yeah. i've spoken to 500 people today and yeah. 250 of them have a million pounds to be <laughs> yeah. put in in the other bank <laughs> yeah 
and you can't skim off the top of a million pounds. No, you can't. If they had nine hundred and eighty-seven thousand four hundred and sixty-two pounds, yeah. right? You could somehow. Oh, you say nine hundred and eighty-three? I thought you said nine hundred eighty-two thousand. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> but then not that not that anyone would be able to do that. <laughs> but with a mill, it's a flat mill. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Why is there only £999,999? <laughs> uh, oh, well, why would you skim <laughs> one pound? Because I wanted a chalky bar, right? <laughs> but yes, you know what I'm saying? Fun. Yeah, I thought that was good. Another one that we've had in, which I think is quite funny, and you'd only get if you worked in a certain realm of music. I've, is, not, I've not heard this. Is <laughs> get some drum pads. <laughs> get some drum pads. Yeah. In what? As in like electrical drum pads? Yeah. And like how many times did you like... As a drummer, I can imagine how many times did you have you heard it with somebody's like, oh, why don't you just get an SPD or just get a pad or yeah, get, yeah, get yeah. some drum pads? I think the worst thing about that is the ensuing conversation. So yes. someone says, so you're a drummer, and they're like, oh, you need to get you need to get some pads, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I've got I've got some pads, but like I wasn't using pads right now. I was yeah. playing drums. I'm playing drums, thanks. Um, <laughs> or, or whatever, whether you have them or not, no matter what your view is on electric. But then the ensuing conversation is. Well, that's the way it's all going, isn't it? Yeah. It's all going towards uh, like electrical music. You don't even need real drums. And you, you have to sort of nod along. And go, yeah, that's the way it's all. Yeah. And yeah, I suppose. Yeah. And, and you're you there know, in a all... country rock band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that does happen a lot. I've had that with um, and I, with, with, with people and I don't even play drums. No. That's, that's just the way that the industry's going. And it's all like, a mechan- you know, you can do, you can do all sorts yeah. on them pads, you know. Guitar you all... music's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. Yeah, I don't mind that. Um, <laughs> I had a couple here. Go on. A couple of which I think we may have spoken about, but I just want to re, you know, reaffirm the re- fact that okay. they are and grievances. All right, yeah. Uh, so someone wrote, uh, what kind of music do you do? <laughs> and I actually had this last night. But the thing is, it's a very legitimate question, but how the fuck do you answer I, it? I have no idea. I really just don't know. If anybody you, knows how to answer this question, please tell yeah. me. I mean, we've spoken about it before in the fact that you can either answer with this shitty, like, it's like indie R&B rock, or you can be a complete knob and you can go, I don't really know, which is what I do. I don't really know. I don't really, I can't really like pin it down. I mean, go and listen to it. You decide yourself. You let me know. Oh, I know. That's what I end up doing sometimes. I hate myself as I'm doing it. But the thing is, if you're like, if you're a country artist, how easy is that? Oh, it's country. Yeah. Or if you're in a rock band, oh yeah, it's, it's but do rock. you view, but do you view it as that when you're no, in but it? that's the thing. If you're a country artist, I bet you, I bet you any money that you wouldn't just say, oh, it's country. You'd that's be what like, I'm saying. Oh well, it's like a country blues, but you're, like you because you yourself as an artist just don't have that objective yeah. view of yourself. Um, the, another one that we've spoken about before, but I I love is uh, the fact that exposure doesn't pay for anything. <laughs> don't you just hate the fact that exposure doesn't pay for anything? <laughs> that is yeah yeah you get great exposure yeah thanks uh can i cash that in at the bank yeah can that pay my rent please (laughs) (laughs) Um, which is great and then the final one and this is actually one that i have stolen from a friend of mine from a conversation years ago but i'll just for some reason you know in these things just stick in your head yeah and i just so this hasn't been sent in um but we we're talking about um we're talking about some sort of like music tech thing Mm -hmm. and then both of us started like giggling because we realized we just had one of those wanky tech conversations Mm -hmm. and he was saying that happens to sound techs all the time right that if you're at a gig and 
you're working with another engineer or you're maybe you've just met someone at some at something who is a fellow engineer mm-hmm. you do the small talk as normal people and then you do small talk as tech people yeah and that small talk as tech people is like what uh what 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 kind of desk are you you're using them what kind of setup are you running <laughs> and you're like oh i'm using the m46 29s three oh i haven't used them i've still got the 48 and oh and uh what, what you're running that through well i'm running like a fiber optic thing to, for the lights to then and it's like so it's, oh you're saving on those milliseconds of yeah, yeah and, and you just have this like sh- you know, i don't give a shit what your setup is that sounds awful yeah and that's that's for, that's from a while ago but i can totally relate to that because i've had that exact same conversation especially working in a studio yeah like what kind of plugins are you running on that well Oh, I suppose I'll pretend to be enthused about this. I'm running this, 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 and this, and this. So I think that's it for that smeg this week. But it was nice to have it a little is. watch Jack going to do when he's finished with the drums in 2020 because we haven't done one yet. Indeed. And it was nice to get a load of people uh, giving us their their grievances. It was. Uh, final smeg. Mm-hmm. E, oh my God, who the fuck is Peter Guy? Who's he, lad? Cool, this is who the fuck is Peter Guy. This is our recommendation smegment of the podcast. Generally, it's music. It can be anything but generally it's music. It is. What would you like to recommend this week, Michelle, if anything, because as everyone knows... I don't listen to music. No. Well, I mean, no. Music recommendations are limited, I'll be honest. This week I've been listening to a lot of yoga music because after speaking to a yoga teacher in uh, in work, what I didn't know that they lack is a cohesive piece of music that goes all the way throughout their practice and she has asked me to like experiment with putting something together for her so she's going to record her uh yoga practice on like a phone or something for me and then she's (laughs) going to send it to me then she's going to ask me to create some music over the top please please when it has it so it's all like (laughs) and then as she like just stands up or something can we go like um and we can do that if you want to don't think it would go down very well this is what i was thinking let me know what you think any thoughts feedback but also i got some i got some lovely christmas presents which consisted of some sound healing bowls and a sound healing yeah basically they heal sound yeah and um a little baby celtic harp little baby yeah which i'm trying to play so altogether i've just been celtic harp celtic celtic is it not the same uh celtic are a football team aren't they is celtic not the same as celtic i don't think so are you sure no okay then i'm not gonna let you take the piss so (laughs) move on (laughs) (laughs) i am (laughs) i'm rubber you're glue (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly so yeah i've been listening to lots and lots of yoga music at the moment to try and get a feel for it but it's all very like um exciting oh no it's there's a lot of um going on and i really want to i want to change the industry Mm. want to bring some ooze in anyway (laughs) um we've been what we started listening to which i have absolutely like when we played it i was like and the next one and the next one and the next one please is a new podcast uh by the bbc it's just called alex it's called the intrigue yes but it's actually uh has a little subtitle called tunnel 29 yes and it's about uh, a guy who uh, escaped from east west berlin to east of berlin well let's not say which and what he does because okay. it's not as simple as either of those things it's not actually and I, I intrigue think is the is the 
they've done a lot of different se- intrigue have done a lot of different series so mm-hmm. it's under the hood of intrigue but it's yeah. called the tunnel it's very interesting a tunnel 29 it's called tunnels fucking 29 what did you say before the tunnel oh yeah, tunnel 29 yeah so um highly recommend that as a podcast to listen to and fill some of your train journeys <clears throat> yeah it's it's really good uh mine are musical mainly um I've been listening to, well, I've caught up on a couple of things. I caught up on Stormy, 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 hit me up, bro. Um, no, I caught up with Stormzy's <laughs> album, Heavy as the Head, uh, which is fucking great. The first song is so good. It's so good. Um, you then, came in like with a little mischievous smile on your face and were just like, just listen to this, just listen to this. Yeah. Listen to this. <laughs> like a total G walking through Walthamstow listening to Stormzy it with was... my geek glasses on and my waterproof rucksack yeah nice. <laughs> um and then i also managed to check out and i might have mentioned this before already but i'm mentioning it again tyler the creator's album igor igor i feel like you recommended on. that on like the past six episodes uh, it's just so fucking cool it's what andre 3000 would be making now if we please had andre 3000 solo album it's just really cool it's just cool all right okay. the final thing and i've only just started listening to this and i'm only three tracks in but i'm already loving it uh, is an album called Love Lost by a band called Dahlia Sleeps. Um, oh, yes. I saw that this album came out a while ago, but didn't give it a go. And I don't really know why, because the artwork and just the whole aesthetic of the band really chime with, well, probably with both of us, to be fair. Yeah. Um, but I've only listened to the first three tracks, and I and I'm, I love it already. So that is Love Lost, Dahlia Sleeps. Mm-hmm. Stormy or Stormzy, depending <laughs> on your outlook on life. Tyler, the creator. And Tunnel 29, the podcast by The Intrigue on BBC Sounds. Indeed. If you're looking for any recommendations for films to watch, listen to last week's episode of the podcast. Yes. There's all sorts on there. There is. Um, I'm just going to chuck into the hat that Mr. Ben Gladwin, don't worry, you get your mention on this podcast. <laughs> He also recommended the Fire documentary oh, as his course. documentary of the year. Um, probably the Netflix one, I think he was the one he said, because there was a Hulu one as well. I think so. Um, and that is nice and easy to ex- to access to access if you have net- a Netflix account, and that is the Fire documentary, F-Y-R-E, because that was, that was a good... That um, was very good. A good doc. And we'll also be recommending the documentary that he's been making of our behind the scenes of the film, which we've seen little clips of in that. Yeah, so we keep, good. We keep getting little, good yeah, we keep getting little uh, snippets through and they, it's hilarious. Yeah. Part of me is like, I wish that I was watching this about somebody else because like you, you watch yourself back in those funny situations and go, oh, you did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, I still find it hilarious. Uh, if you have anything to... Uh, say to us any feedback you want to give to us or anything you want to mention that has sort of been conjured up in your brain through talking about these whole uh, opportunity this whole opportunity versus uh, at tests episode or mm-hmm. the abundance or anything through the australia fires or any recommendations or even watch out going to do when he's finished with the drums mm-hmm. just get in touch via instagram or delia music at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you it's been great getting involved on instagram this week yep we are on our 49th week 49th episode 49th episode um once we hit our 52nd episode we're going to be kind of changing up the format a little bit we're going to be experimenting with some different things um but you know we wanted to get like a full year in there um so after that oh yeah we'll let you we'll we'll update you on all of that but it's just a heads up yeah we'll catch you next week with hopefully our first guest of 2020 Mm mm-hmm 
hopefully, fingers crossed, we can pull that one off. And it'll be the big 5-0. It will. So thanks for listening. Yep. Shell, thanks for having breakfast with me again. Anytime. And remember, guys, too much sauce ruins the fries. Fries. No, it's the fries. The fries.